What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, July 16th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the video game playing roller skating, Janet Garcia. Hey, what's good? Happy to be here. Happy to be here with you, too. If you were watching live, sorry for the shenanigans that Kevin had. He had a Wavelink update. Everything's going to hell over <laughs> oh, yeah, there. So you many know? shenanigans they don't even know about. All this now, apple here- eating. Here's oh yeah, Jana, are you still eating the apple? I haven't been able to look at you because I have the, the second, apple here, but I'm take not. Another bite. Take another bite. You as you, I want you to know, as you bite into this apple on the mic, you enter into hollowed ground. You are like Andrew Goldfarb from Podcast Beyond. You are like Andy Cortez from the Kind of Funny Podcast. We're proud to put you into this her, apple eating hall of fame. That's why Beyond was always talking about apples. Noise. I never knew. Yeah, I just well, went with it. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So now Kevin was saying we couldn't hear you crunch into the apple. That the yeah, apple was in fact got zero. Okay. Yeah, man. Shout out to Nvi- Nvidia Broadcast. It's good. It it right out. <laughs> Doing its job. What do you What do you want? You know, you can't be mad at this it. This is what it's for. You know. Now, here's where we're at, everybody. As I just said, Friday, July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. That means that yes, for the second day in a row, I am trying to pre order video game hardware live on the show. Oh, so God. what I want you to know is it looks better for me in my Steam Deck. I have gotten You're to the purchase page. I'm at review and purchase. I've put in my credit card security code and hit the button, and it says working. Now, will this actually work? Who knows? I got bad internet up there. It won't work. It's not the internet, Kevin. Okay. It's you been a long like, just week. Just so you know, you sound like Fran right now. So chill out. How do I sound like Fran right now? You don't remember the like six months that I kept telling his internet was bad? He'd freak out. It was funny. great content. Yeah. I like it when you got like when you get out Fran about stuff. But this isn't my internet. This is the you know the millions and millions and millions of people trying to buy this Steam Deck right now. I don't know. All right, I'm looking at it. it. Still says working, and this is that point now. Like I can't. I definitely can't click. You know, refresh the page. Oh yeah, that's no, when don't you, do that. that. That's bad. That's stupid. It, and even when luck. I go now to StreamDeck.com, like their whole thing of choose your Steam Deck is like he's freaking out. Which me. one did you go with? Come on, if I come this far, I got to go for the big boy. Mm. <laughs> come on. If I am literally money and throwing it out the window for no reason, go big or go home, Janet. Like, I'm not going for the little guy with the bad, the bad, the no SSD. So then I'm going to the mid for sure. And then at that point, like, what? The, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I just go for the big Is it the medium to large Coca-Cola? Yeah. Exactly. It is the movie theater argument to a T. Janet, now, did Steam Deck do anything for you on its announcement yesterday? It did, but I'm not. I'm not queued up. I'm not queued up just because I'm like, it's a lot of money, um, and yeah. I'm not saying it's not it worth that money. money. I get that it has pieces inside that are expensive. Yeah, that I can. I can comprehend that. But I'm like, you know, gut reaction to seeing the price. I'm like, okay, more than Switch. Then when you look at the memory, it's like ah, like. And then also when I think about, I'll be honest, I could not tell you the last time I played a game on Steam. Um, you yeah. know, again, I'm console gamer. Uh, when I do PC. You know, it'll depend on it. maybe that it happens if I get a code and it's like PC specific because I'd rather play a game on a platform I don't want to play it on than not play the game. So I'm like, yeah, sure. sure I'll take a code for whatever platform if needed. That's why I have all of them. But um, yeah, like the last thing I played on Steam was uh, Valheim with my community just to like see if I liked it. And before that, I really don't know. So I'm like, uh, but I'm like, maybe I'd play it more if I had the Steam Deck. So then there's kind of that that whole thing. Um, ultimately. I would be surprised if I never end up buying this, um, especially if like when it actually gets in people's hands at a at scale, it is received positively. But as far as out the gate, it's coming up in December. It's a lot of money. Playdate's still coming out, too. And I know I'm going to buy that. Sure. So I'm like, you know what? I, I don't I don't think I'm going to do that. And it's like especially when I think of um, I was talking to like my boyfriend about this and like we, that Oculus Quest that we bought. And we just have not really played anything on it. <laughs> like, like, I have not have beaten not a game. Use this in appropriate. I have not beaten a game thing. on Oculus Quest. Um, you know, I, I've had fun. I don't regret it. I intend. I have the in my mind, in my heart of hearts, I'm going back. But you know, I just kind of couldn't justify it. This is the week of me being unlike myself and not just buying every gaming thing. Being an see. adult, I understand. Yeah, that's my thing. Where it's like I announcing yesterday i was like that's great and it's you know i'm glad for pc gamers of course i'm greg miller i'm a console gamer i've talked shit about pc my entire career but then the more i stewed on it and thought about it the more i was like why why do i always talk shit about uh, pc right it's about that it's inconvenient for me both in terms of i don't want to have to upgrade it all the time and do all this different stuff to it let alone the fact that i just don't want to be anchored to my work desk when i play a game and so like when i'm like all right cool here's the steam deck that uh uh you don't need to do anything to and you don't need to anchor to your desk i was like 
you know what? I like today we got a we got a hit up for uh, a review and it was you know here's the PC code. I was like, oh, can I get and, and I won't say another platform code, and they were like. <laughs> Oh, those aren't ready yet. And I was like, okay. And I was like, man, if I had the Steam Deck, would I care? I would be right into it, right? I'd, because it would be convenient. I could sit there on the couch and do it. It seems like the Steam Deck page is, of course, shitting the bed right now. I'm still in the working. It's still doing the working over here on the checkout page. And then on the Steam Deck itself page, when I go to it, it's just got the little Steam Bro, you logo. You got to get better internet, my guy. Like it's just not good internet. It's a problem. Here. You know what, Kevin? Let's talk more about the industry's reaction to the Steam Deck. Let's talk about PlayStation games possibly coming to Netflix, and let's talk about a duo of Ubisoft delays because this is kind of funny. Games Daily, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you, of course, can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free. You can get the show with the exclusive post-show we do. And, of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can get a bevy of other benefits, like watching us record the Gamescast live, like getting all the post-shows for all the different stuff, like getting two different exclusive shows that are only on Patreon. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can head over to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and watch us record the show live. Just like Frog Knight, Joshy G, uh, Big EZ69 is, and OMJesus are. If you're watching live, of course, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday janet i'm going to turn my fate to you the steamdeck.com page still all fucked up right my purchase my review and purchase thing not is still saying working do i click the refresh button do i risk that and do that open a new page no. idiot kevin but then you can't get in line here's what i want you to do you know janet i'm sorry if you're you're if you're, you're an angel you're an angel sent from god himself kevin what your thing, command Kevin. is is i want you to go to your fucking bathroom <sighs> get a q-tip clean the junk out of your ears i said I the actually, stream fun fact Greg, fun fact steam fun deck fact. page is borked i am on that page Greg. i see that page is borked i also have a new tab i have two tabs already kevin i, I keep q-tips on my desk Oh, that's smart. That's smart because yeah. you can get them out of your keyboard too if anything happens, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Exactly right. And the chat yelling, they're saying, do not refresh. Janet, what is your call though? Because yeah, I mean, don't, don't refresh. You, you, have to, you can make another tab and try again with another situation. Janet, but maybe you should advise them to get better internet. That, that, has thought, that has crossed my mind as well. Like That wouldn't help me at all because the pages are loading Great. fine. You don't that's know anything about this sort of like internet quick buying culture. You need good internet. You need good internet. That's just a fact. This is the ghost of the Vita stopping you from getting another handheld. Try to buy some shoes. The Vita would never do that to me. All right. The Vita <laughs> would never do that to me. Yeah. See, the, the Steam page is so borked now when you're on here. It's like reserve now, $5. Underneath it, it says hashtag reservation underscore fulfillment underscore estimate underscore one. Like, that's not good. That's definitely not what they're looking for in terms of how to make this page work. I think I want to click refresh. I want to click refresh on the checkout page because clearly it's not working, right? Like, it's not. Well, hold on. Got another I mean, page just working. leave it. It will work someday. Purchase for myself. Well, you have to at least wait for it to say like no. Like that's yeah. that's, but, that's but been like my there's experience. No it's just you're gonna refresh. It's gonna oh. you're gonna lose it. You're gonna be back to a nothing page. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's so. what we got now. All right, it's the page has updated. It has stopped saying working. Now it says your purchase may have been completed, but there oh, was a problem checking on the status of this transaction. Please check your account status page for a receipt. Oh no. Perhaps congratulations. Maybe. Oh, okay. Now, exactly. Now, I tried to do another tab that I've been clicking on open and said, you're when I'm trying to buy a second one or what? Not trying to buy a second one. You know what I mean? Your transaction cannot be completed because you have another pending transaction on your account. There it is. It's there. July 16th, 2021. Steam Deck 512 GB deposit. We're in, everybody. We did it. Nice just end the show you know what i mean like there's nothing else to say this was the biggest news that i'm kidding uh, housekeeping for you ladies and gentlemen. what was that jim does it feel as good as you thought it would 
No. <laughs> like I said, I hate not oh, having a real confirmation page saying success or something, but whatever. I'll take it. Uh, housekeeping for you, ladies and gentlemen. Fresh. Remember, of course, uh, Loki just ended on Disney+. Plus. Our final reaction is up, but more importantly, we will be recording on Monday. Uh, Loki in the MCU in review. That's right. Loki, the entire series, will make its place in the pantheon of MCU films and uh, TV now, where we will argue about where we think it deserves to go and why uh, Loki's vest didn't matter to the story. Uh, get ready for that. Watch it all this weekend. Then come to youtube.com slash kind of funny. And of course, the in review podcast series, wherever you get that. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producer, Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by DoorDash, Full Sail, and Omen. But Blessing will tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. Now, hold on. I'm going to scroll over here because in the chat it's saying Dark Knight 6678 says Greg has one and Andy doesn't. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? That little I'm looking in the chat. Is Andy mad somewhere? Is that little is that little PC dork with his little wire arms mad about this? <laughs> oh, my God, Kevin. Oh, that'll make it even better. Hold on. This is like when, you know, Gary was trying to get a switch yesterday after talking all that shit about it. If I was able to get this thing and Andy Cortez is over here. Why are these people so bad to each other? You know what I mean? Janet, like, Who's? why? Oh, I see what you're saying. You, you it's just... the only way they know how to show their love. It's true. I we guess. are all from broken people and broken homes, and this is how we do it, Kevin. All right. Well, I see. Yeah, I don't see where Andy's talking about Andy's it, but if that is true. together. Suck it, Andy. You stink and I hate you. Ha, 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 ha. We win. We win once again. You know what I mean, Janet? We did it. Are you excited? Yeah. Congratulations. I can't wait to, for you to not play it. He's never going to play it. It's fair enough. <laughs> it's the same thing with the OLED switch. I'm ordering. But now what? you have the option. Now you have yeah, the I ordered option. the switch. Uh, yeah, I got the switch pre-ordered and I'm, I'm getting that the, what, the day after uh, my first child's due date. I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to be putting a lot of hours into the OLED switch for week one. I digress. Uh, number one. On the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, is PlayStation coming to Netflix? This is Chris Scullion over at VGC. Kevin, there's a link for you to show. It'll go to the tweet he's talking about. Imagery from PlayStation products have reportedly been found in the Netflix app code. Uh, the images show a render of two DualSense controllers, artwork from Ghost of Tsushima, a logo that says End Games, and a shark icon. Data miner Steve Mosier uh, claims that Shark is the current working name of Netflix's gaming functionality and states that the presence of PlayStation imagery could indicate a partnership between Netflix and Sony, which may see PlayStation games being offered through Netflix in some way. In April, Netflix agreed to a multi-year U.S. licensing deal, granting it exclusive rights to house Sony Pictures. I'm sorry to house Sony Pictures Entertainment films following their theatrical and home entertainment release windows. Uh, building on Netflix's pre-existing deal with Sony Pictures Animation Films, the agreement gives the streaming giant exclusive, quote, first pay window rights to SPE movies beginning with its 2022 film slate, including the upcoming Uncharted movie. Netflix announced earlier this week that it has appointed former Electronic Arts and Facebook executive Mike Verdu uh, to lead its expansion into the video games market. Axios uh, gaming reporter Stephen Totillo added on Twitter that the latest information he had was that Netflix was planning to offer downloadable games rather than game streaming. Janet, we talked about this a bit yesterday on Games Daily. Not the PlayStation part of it, the Netflix part of it, right? That, hey, they hired this uh, Verdu guy. He's doing this. The rumor is that it won't up your, uh, it's not going to you know, be more on your subscription, that you're going to be able to get these games through Netflix. There was some conversation with me and Tim of how would that work? Are we pairing controllers? Is it going to be interactive videos and stuff? Because we were talking a little bit about how, obviously, it's kind of happened with Bandersnatch before on Netflix. Uh, they've licensed Stranger Things for games. What is your read on this apparent data mine to get PlayStation stuff on Netflix? I mean, I, I'm excited about it potentially because I think just having more games in more places is ultimately good. Uh, and, you know, the worst scenario is it doesn't work out, it doesn't see success, and they just pull the project. Uh, whether or not this would be us, you know, downloading it, I guess I'm kind of, I find it hard to believe that we would just be straight up playing regular PlayStation games through the Netflix service. Like that seems mm -hmm. kind of odd, especially if it wouldn't have a price increase. Like, I don't think that makes sense to the ethos of PlayStation as like the marquee place where yes, you are going to pay, but it's going to be worth it. Like that's sort of their ethos of what they're sort of pitching people on. Sure. So I don't think we'd see quite that, but if anything, I think it'd be, you know, 
we talked a lot on PS I Love You about like side content and ancillary content to games. I think if anything, it'd be something like that, where they're really small experiences that just kind of give you a taste or a teaser, almost like the equivalent of demos. Like I could see them going that route. Uh, the route I'd be more excited about would be something that leans more into essentially, you know, FMV games, because I think that's really cool. And that is more what Bandersnatch was like yeah. an FMV version of Ghost of Tsushima. I'm like, okay, now this I can give my making some choices, like things are going down. And you can make a lot of choices in that game. So yeah. I don't know, you know, I, I think if I had to make a guess based on this specific leak, it would be sort of taking a more narrative angle to IPs that have, you know, a strong story, but aren't necessarily narrative games. So I think if we did see Ghost, we would see Ghost in like a decision-based thing. Because then too, if you're really trying to like acquire more people into the PlayStation ecosystem, they might not have the hardware to support needing a controller. So I think it'd be like, oh, you have the option to have a controller, but you don't need a controller would be the best um, situation for that. So I think something that would be playable with a remote would be kind of necessary to take full advantage of the situation, both on the Netflix side and the PlayStation side. So that would be my prediction based on this specific league. I'm with you uh, at the start of your conversation of like, I have such trouble envisioning what this actually means. And I think, you know, for sure we're seeing this, you know, okay, this data mining, getting in there, finding PlayStation stuff in there. Remember, that could all easily be placeholder stuff as they're just loading up a different beta app that they're showing to people to make them understand what a storefront would look like. Maybe they're going too far. Maybe there is an agreement with PlayStation. Maybe it is, uh, you know, an offshoot like you're talking about where it's not the ghost we know. It is a ghost that is a two things pop up on the screen. You pick one and you go that way. That's what I can't wrap my head around where it is, okay, if you're adding games to Netflix, is Netflix then going to start doing basically do like a Google uh, Stadia thing of, hey, we've made a Netflix controller, but any controller you have in your house would work, but you have to be able to Bluetooth it to your uh, or your TV or and if you don't understand that, you can Bluetooth your laptop or if you, like the idea that you're downloading games like uh, this rumor from Steven is here at the end, then it's also like, well, wait, our so I'm, I, how much is in my TV? Am I, am I being too narrow thinking about like the t the app on my TV right now? And is it something else that this would be a PC information? And that's how we would do it or what's going on? Kevin, what did you do? I, I'm just playing around with my camera and... Uh, do it again. Show me. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Look how big you are, Kev. Oh, that's really good. Kevin's back. Kevin's back. Kev, now Kev's it looks back, like a let's everybody. play. See, this is what the game would be. It'd be like someone playing something that like isn't normally playable and making decisions. Netflix, I'll put it out there right now. If you want to reach out to us and you want one of your first games to be kind of funny games daily, the game where you get to pick the stories and you get to see what we say and what I what I yell at and when me and Kevin get like, do Kevin and Greg make up or they fight more? We can have those kind of branching. Mad back. begrudgingly acceptance. Like, you know, which one is the, <laughs> that's basically the two flavors of, I think, the entirety of the show. But the idea of Netflix becoming the Netflix of gaming is really appealing to me right? from yeah, a ridiculous yeah. standpoint. Like the real Netflix of gaming is Netflix because they have games. I just feel like I think, you know, even seeing the ghost thing and seeing the imagery or whatever and, you know, going in that direction, I still don't believe that'll be what the product is. I feel like the product will have to be games built around what Netflix already is. And maybe that could evolve into something. But I still think that first round of games they're talking about would have to be something similar to what you're talking about. FMV videos, right? Which, again, are so popular right now. There are so many of them, right? Like, obviously, if I was Netflix, I would immediately go to Supermassive. And be like, guess what? <laughs> Let's go. You you did all the stuff with Playlink, right? You had hidden agenda. Give us something like that that we can just put on Netflix. Let's go that. And we've way seen with. normal like when, when, normal IPs that sound so like potentially dismissive to other IPs. We've seen popular game IPs get sort of that treatment too. Like there's a Minecraft show that you can choose oh, yeah. your own like thing in. So I think there's you know we, there's certainly a precedent for IPs that don't fit the what's essentially a visual novel, the FMV genre, like dipping into there and you know being well received now granted you could argue that that is very much like a a kids geared product but again bandersnatch was very much like an adult fmv game and i you know that everyone was talking about and it was like super interesting and i think it was actually a pretty good fmv game experience um so yeah that's what i'd hope to see i also feel like something more serious like the idea of downloading games would really surprise me because i feel like sony if if they wanted to make technology that did that that didn't involve having to buy the games they would just kind of do that themselves like i feel like they'd want to keep that like more of an in-house I mean, thing well they have playstation now right and so right. now maybe i i i I guess we're not i was gonna say maybe this could be incorporated maybe this isn't a corporation of playstation now but the fact they're calling it shark and all these different things best not to hypothesize that way with it so yeah it does become 
who is doing what with this? And, you know, obviously Sony already having a relationship with Netflix, Netflix doing well, means Sony does well and et cetera and so on. Like I could see why they'd want to get in there. And I think it'd be more interesting. Yeah. To see. All right, cool. Sucker Punch is making a two hour long Ghost of Tsushima experience, right? That you could go in and play that way with choices. But we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I, it's, it's, I still can't wrap my head around what this actually means. I can't fathom how Netflix, which is like so huge and so synonymous with uh, I'm going to go home, Netflix and chill. You know what I mean? Like I remember I'm old enough, Janet, to remember when Netflix came around and signing up to get the DVDs and, and splitting it with my college roommate because it was like whatever, 10 bucks or 14 bucks. And it was like we just wanted to watch the West Wing. Like that was such a foreign concept and such a uh, uh, novelty to get these discs delivered. And now you jump to everyone has Netflix, right? Like I remember when my mom started using it on Wii and it was like, okay, cool. Like she understands, or maybe it was on her TV. She first started using it, but like you understand now what this is and what streaming is, but how do you go to that wide thing and say, all right, cool. Now we're doing games and you need a controller or you need to get this, or is this, how do you walk through, you know, syncing a controller or whatever the multitude of devices Netflix is on? I don't know. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what they do, obviously, because they definitely have the money and the capital behind it to throw into it. But if it'll be something they stick around with an act and if it'll be a successor, way bigger questions. Yeah. Uh, Janet, let's move on to number two on the Roper report. It's sad news for many people out there. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction and Riders Republic have been delayed today. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction tweeted, update. We are delaying the release of Rainbow Six Extraction until January 2022. We will use this time to ensure that we bring its, I'm sorry, bring this immersive, cooperative, and thrilling experience to life as we prepare to bring you a truly unique Rainbow Six game. Then, Riders Republic put out a statement. We can't wait for you all to hit, re- hit the Republic in our upcoming beta. This will be the first time you get to go hands-on in this massive multiplayer playground that we are looking forward to hear, and, and we are looking forward to hearing what you think. To ensure that we can deliver the best game for all players, we've made the tough decision to delay our release date from September 2nd to October 28th. This will give us more time to fine-tune the experience and give you another chance to jump in before launch and provide feedback. We'll have more to share soon. So stay tuned. Kevin, I heard you go, God damn. Is that, that was for Riders Republic, correct? Yeah, 100%. 100%, Greg. Blessing's your calendar. Ho- I know. Well, get out of here, Blessing. You know what I mean? He's just going to be in the dentist when it comes anyway. And that's why he can't I'm like, do it. You see show. how the calendar is wide. So, Blessing for you. Or I'm sorry, Blessing. Now you got me a Blessing on the brain. Uh, Kevin, for you. I can pretend you, to react as Blessing if you'd like. <laughs> Kevin, for you, what does this delay for Riders Republic do for you? September 2nd to October 28th, not that bad. I mean, I guess. It's more waiting. I don't like waiting. Sure, it is we more waiting. It is more waiting. Time. You did talk about this about last it. time. I wanted to play this with Mike. Now, does this fit into, you know, when we were talking about delays before and I was like, oh, delays are always a good thing. And you're like, no, they're not like they're they're good for obviously making the game better, but not in the way that, you know, you got your you got your hype levels up. Uh, you know, companies told you to expect this game on this day and date Did this. Both of these, honestly, right. We're coming off the back of UB, uh, UB forward at E3, like what, a month ago, pretty much. And both of those games, they were like, can't wait to do it. Here's the hype levels. Go pre-order right now. Does this fall right into your example, Kevin, of a game they were promoting knowing it wasn't going to make its dates? 100%. Or it's like, why? Like, you you, you were off by so little. You know what I mean? Or it's like, <laughs> you shouldn't have given the date. And it's like, and it's one of those things that now it's like, I don't know that I trust that second date. That's the bigger question, Kev. That is the bigger question where I could definitely see, Janet, we come off of this beta People have a million different comments, and again, they're like, "Ooh, all right, more data than we thought we would get." So mm-hmm. let's <laughs> we're going to push it to 2022 as well. Why not just? We can't wait, wait longer, for, you know? but you will wait. You, we can't wait, but you will be waiting. You will be <laughs> waiting. Yeah, I mean, when this first dropped, and like y'all had to like post the story in Slack, like even before I like clicked in to read it, just to, like we have something we want to share. I was like, "This is delayed." And, like, like y'all don't be sharing stuff on just like just hey. We were making on the ge- working on the game and it, it's turned out really good. You it's gonna be good. Like whenever people are sharing stuff, it's almost always like either you're announcing that you're gonna do a big presentation where you share something specific or mm-hmm. you are delayed. And given like how close it is, where it's like, well, you already showed it in your show. Yep. Yeah, I mean the I think the the Rainbow Six one, the saltiness there is that it's out of like this calendar window for like if you know, if people care about that. I know for sure. me, like I'm really big on keeping up with like the 2021 releases now granted i don't know how much i'd play this one because it's really out of my wheelhouse but once it gets knocked into that other calendar it sort of just gets 
totally obliterated from like my mind for that year because I'm like, okay, well, you're no longer in game of the year conversations. You're no longer in eight. Like you're just you so, and exist. then you'll be the game we forget about when game of the year 2022 comes around because you came out in January. So um, and that yeah. that just is how it is. Um, so and then Riders Republic was short of a delay, but you know it's. I think it does end up, you know, shifting people's calendars, right? Like Blessing's silly calendar, like everybody else's, like your plans for content and things. (laughs) Yeah, like, but, you know, it's not the worst thing. It's, I've kind of got, you know, at this point, you've kind of gotten used to the experience of, oh, this game's going to come out. No, it's not. Like, even, you know, I went through it not too long ago with with Deathloop's delay, and I'm like, okay, that's finally going to re-come up later soon, you know? And it just kind of beefs up the fall a little bit, um, I think, more of, like, into the heart of that, like, holiday season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a good point with the beta uh, potentially throwing a wrench in things. I mean, I guess the good news there is if they were to take in that feedback and really make changes to improve the game, that is ultimately better for 100%. them and the players. So I think that's cool. But yeah, that that is, you know, a potential concern. I feel like it's, you know, I'm interested to try the beta now and to see what's going on. And it being such a, sl- a small delay makes me think they're just kind of tweaking and polishing and can tell that like, okay, to hit this, we would have to like, push really hard or just not do certain things and i'm guessing they don't want to do either of those things so that's what that delay reads to me as Could they yeah be and i am oh, sorry go ahead yeah. Snowbike mike as a trainer they aren't adding Snowbike mike as a trainer they're afraid of him oh. he'd, he'd become too powerful you know what i mean there's only one person who gets to be in video games and that's you kevin the tinkerer lego lego marvel superheroes too remember that it's so hard it was so difficult never what I appreciate about the fact, like, let's say the Riders Republic uh, beta drops and it, in fact, does delay the game. I really appreciate that because I personally am so sick of betas being used as demos where they are not betas at all. Hey, here's the beta. It's come, The game's out in a month. The game's out in two weeks. And, okay, what are you? You're, no. Like, you do a beta to get information to change the game, to figure out your uh, policies, to figure out your reward loop, loot grind, uh, just server infrastructure. So when you see a beta come out and it's like, all right, cool, the game's out in two weeks. Like, no, you learn nothing from that. That's a glorified demo. And that's that sucks. For a game as big as Riders Republic in terms of the amount of characters they want in it, and I should say characters, the amount of players they want in it, all interacting, all doing these crazy extreme sports. Like, I, I want them to take their time and I want them to take the information and go from there. Yeah, it was a great pregnant pause. That was good. That was good. A lot like, of people. Is, I was like, what is happening here? I'm just going to go with it. I, I, from Jan- having a teaching background, I'm like, I'll sit in silence for as long as I need to. Janet, that's what I'm talking about. All right. That's why you came in here and you fit in perfectly with kind of funny because you, you, you're you not a Kevin. You know what I mean? We're doing improv and I throw the ball to Kevin and he slaps it down and he says, no, I throw the ball to Janet Garcia. She says, yes, Anne. and we keep going. We keep <laughs> going with it on the ground. I throw it on the ground, Greg. You go pick that ball up been podcasting for 14 years janet and there's nothing i love more than doing a nice pregnant pause to get everybody to stop and look at their phone <laughs> is this thing still going did i hit the pause button is something wrong now have i been the cause of a car accident or two we're not going to get into it number three on the roper report let's talk some steam deck follow-ups of course you all know ladies and gentlemen i just pre-ordered my steam deck i was able to apparently andy cortez was not apparently paris lily was not proving once again why i'm the trending gamer and a real gamer and they are clowns <laughs> they are pretenders to the throne uh but let's get into some first accolades before some bad news which i don't know if it'll actually be bad news by the time the game comes out or the deck comes out number one uh epic's tim sweeney sounded off on the steam deck on twitter saying amazing move by valve a handheld pc slash console hybrid running the steam os fork of arc linux and it's an open platform where users are free to install software of their uh, their own choosing uh, including windows and other stores uh this was followed up by phil spencer on a separate thread responding as well uh xboxes phil spencer of course this looks really great congrats to the team at valve software on getting so many of us excited to be able to take our games with us wherever we decide side to play uh obviously the tim sweeney thing interesting and of a response of course because epic game store competitor to steam and of course uh tim sweeney and epic in a knockdown drag out war with apple right about monopolies and stuff so to see them come out and of course call out the fact that you're able to install the, the stuff on it huge and then of course phil spencer at xbox uh they're pushing x cloud which many people have seen both in one breath as a competitor to what they're doing here with steam deck but then another one actually that you could probably use the internet browser on uh the steam deck to play x cloud and get in there uh jan are you surprised by these reactions no i mean everyone always um like whenever you see one company do something that's like positive or they're putting out a new product you often do see other people like step in and 
give some praise or say, yeah, like I see what you're doing and go for it. Um, the positive reading of that is that these are people that genuinely want to see the industry move forward. The negative reading is they want to make sure that no one accuses them of being bitter or having like before, like, you know, rumors start up of, oh, what do you think of this? Like, you know, I noticed you didn't say anything. Oh, no. Like, did you see who didn't say anything about this? I wonder what he thinks. Like it kind of stops, nips that speculation in the butt. So sure. again, the negative reading would be, this is a self-preservation shout out. Oh, good for you. I see you're doing great. I'm not jealous at all. I'm sitting over here. I'm good. No, this is, this is fine. Even if behind closed doors, that nice is, you know, very much a, a, yes, a clear piece of competition. Um, yeah. So that, that's kind of my read on it. It's like, hey, we're all in the industry together. You're doing something. Do what you do, you know, keep it moving. It does. I think I think, too, generally, if we're thinking of the, the what is it, the tide rises all ships or whatever the metaphor is, like yeah. getting people interested and excited about mobile gaming will be good if you're pushing like a mobile gaming thing generally, though. Yes, it does. It has it's a, like a double edged sword where it is building up excitement for this as a way to game, but it's also creating a form of competition within the space that you are trying to occupy. So, you know, I think they're to varying degrees genuine on saying yeah this is like this is the vibe and this is what i'm trying to put out and and sure you know keep doing what you're doing glad to see it happening uh let's jump into something that's not happening we're gonna go over to GameSpot, where our friend darren of course is reporting he says that basically right now uh, valve steam deck can't play everything but again right now uh valve steam deck handheld is built around the idea of your personal library of pc games being playable on the go but there is a caveat to the system some of the most popular games on steam won't be playable on it According to Proton DB via PC Gamer, uh, games such as Destiny 2, Apex Legends, PUBG, and Rainbow Six Siege won't be compatible with the pre-installed Steam OS due to the anti-cheat software not activating on the Linux-based operating system or software, and thus leaving players locked out of the multiplayer servers. Valve did mention that it is currently quote improving Proton's game compatibility and support for anti-cheat solutions by working directly with the vendors end quote. Although the more drastic solution would be to tinker with the device delete steam os and then a fresh install of windows something which the steam deck is completely capable of and valve says is entirely up to the user so for me janet a bit of a non-issue right now when we get to december if this thing actually comes out in december i want to be surprised for a delay uh if we get to december and it's like hey by the way you still can't play destiny apex PUBG, or rainbow six then i think you have more of an issue but Valve seems to have a good head on their shoulders, period, let alone about what they're doing with uh, Steam Deck. And I would imagine, yeah, they would have gone in and fixed Proton to work with this. Am I wrong? Yeah, I would think that, too. And then the other thing, too, is I'm be really curious to see, and I don't know what kind of analytics will actually surface to the public, but, like, the kind of person that is buying the Steam Deck and what kind of games they're playing. Because I know, even though I, I didn't buy one, um, if I, when or if I do end up getting one, like, I'm not interested in playing any of those games. Like, it is kind of like, <laughs> who's... You're you're like you obviously like the games that are available in Steam. That's one part of buying the Steam Deck. But the other element is that, like you said, to your point, you don't want to sit at your desk and play them. Like when I think of Destiny and Apex, like sure, there's like in PUBG, there's mobile layers of that. But for the most part, those are people who have like a nice rig and they're in there and they're jumping on and they're, you know, really competitive and they play at like a high level and maybe they stream like I don't know how what that crossover is i mean i assume there is yeah. a crossover just because of how massive those games are like i'm not trying to say that there aren't people who are genuinely disappointed at this possibility and that this isn't gonna like be a point against them but i know like if i end up getting the thing i'm just gonna play like whatever random indies that indies, I, right? that yeah, are me on, too. I'm on switch this. yet i'm like <laughs> exactly. all those like, bundle, bundle games are finally getting played like totally race the sun. We're racing indies, the sun. <laughs> these short ass games that people have recommended that i've bought and never wanted to sit down and play like that's definitely yeah like i bought I, I impulse bought a game i think it's called montero about like a shih tzu dog like living in a dream or something like that's the kind of thing that it's the hot content i would be playing i'm like this is half of a half gigabyte like i can get the low base model and we'll be fine steam uh, uh steam uh janet remind me on ps i love you we were talking about uh where the heart leads and you were like yeah you know we had our whole spoiler cast it was great everybody go listen to ps i love you and talked about it but then you were like there's a better game that's on steam that's smaller what was it you recommended i didn't Ooh. have steam open let me buy it now that I've um steam yeah it's called before your eyes i'm like 99 sure i have that towel right uh it is a game that you you technically can play it without a webcam but it's recommended that you have a webcam because it's it's played by blinking uh that's the primary input and moving the mouse around it's uh explores death it is one of the best games i've played this year that i feel like no one is talking about if you like story stuff or even if you don't like story stuff it is that good that you should play it you will be moved it's incredible okay i'm, I'm purchasing it right now for myself 
Let me tell you, the Steam not Steam store not running well right now. Shocker. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Shocker, everyone <laughs> is getting out there. You know what I mean? But don't worry about me. I got my receipt. I'm fine. I'm got it. Don't worry about that. You know what I mean? All right, it's taking forever. But when it's oh, there it goes. Hold on, now it's working. Yes, it's like working. this needs to. Ha- yeah, it's really working. short too. I think. I, I know I beat it on stream um, and my streams would be like four hours. I think I beat it within like an hour or two. If you look up how long to beat, whatever that t- runtime is, is pretty accurate. So it's easily can knock it out in one sitting. Uh, okay. And I, th- I think the only thing a caveat I'll put on it is it does explore um, death and illness and things like that. So if that is like upsetting to you or triggering to you, that maybe you want to look more into like spoiler stuff on it to see if it's something you want to engage with. That's my only, cause it does get very personal. Cause you're like in that first person, it kind of reminds me of how VR can kind of hit heavier if it's sure. dealing with like intense topics. So, but that's the only like caveat I, I put on the game. It's fantastic. All right. Well, yeah, steam is shitting the bed right now, but it is in my cart. I tried to check out. I will check out, try to check out during the post show as well. See if things have calmed down over there. Uh, for now, I want to go to Jordan, AKA Jordan on drums who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can. And says with the announcement of the steam deck, I was thinking that this could be a game changer for more than just PC gamers. Do you think it could become the go-to device for things like X cloud and game pass? Plus, since PlayStation Remote Play works on PC, would it not work with the Steam Deck as well? Could this become the Swiss Army knife of handhelds? Uh, for a lot of it, obviously, we're talking out our ass. IGN's the one with the first and the giant report up and yada, 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 and then everything else you've seen trickle out and go from it. From what I understand, and chat, chat, you're welcome, to, or not chat, well, yeah, chat, you're welcome to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell me where I'm wrong. Could this become the Swiss Army knife of handhelds? Yes. Correct, as they just pointed out in the article we're talking about, right? Of uh, from Darren over at Gamespot, you could do a fresh install of Windows, something the Steam Deck is completely capable of, and Valve says it's entirely up to the user. It sounds like, yeah, like you can whatever the Steam OS is built in is going to be like, and what you're using for it. Sure, it's driving you to Steam, but you imagine that yes, there's going to be a uh, internet browser that at which point, yes maybe not at launch, but Xbox and X- xCloud will be compatible with eventually, seeing as how they already got around it with Apple and everything else. Like, I feel like, yes, you could do everything with this device. Maybe not at launch. Maybe you need to go from there. Yeah, I think that's d- entirely possible. The PlayStation Remote Play, I'm skeptical on that because I feel like that got kind of wonky in the modern era. Like, I do know that was a big thing with, like, the Vita and everything, but, like, the Vita's yeah. not, like, supported anymore for that. And, like, I know they're referring to... <sighs> I'm not sure if they're referring to the fact that you can do that on pc like you can remote play with your yes, pc like you i haven't tried re- to do that's what they're referring to is that you can okay. use playstation remote play via your pc to do it have so you done that and was that did that work i did well? it with playstation like, 4 i now use my iphone for remote play where i use the iphone app and my backbone controller so i remote play yeah. i would say honestly i remote play a lot and i, I remote play really more, I, oh yeah I, I definitely remote play more than the average playstation consumer but i have not used it uh, on pc in quite some time how does it work? Does it work well? Oh, it's, it's great. I, I can't get really? over it. But yeah. Like I, I only great. tried it, it once, it, but it, it was like, it did not work well for me. I tried like uh, Spider-Man and it just was like, you know, hold on a mm, second. Okay. Janet Garcia, here's what I'm going to toss out is that w- what I love about you on top of how great you are at your job and all that stuff is the fact that you play Janet Garcia games, which often are Greg Miller ask Greg Miller games. Yeah. And so I'm talking about where the heart leads is fantastic. You know, cozy Grove. Fantastic. Like, those kind of games that aren't a spider-man twitch shooter like that like i've used it to uh like log in and get bonuses from avengers but i i've played it and there's there was just enough where i was like ah this isn't it's moving too fast for it to be great um for the indie games we're talking about that we're i'm going to use the 600 machine to play that you could get on playstation as well you know six to 12 months later now i feel like i also should have spent 600 to play the game i got on sale for 15 cents like, I mean, that's that, the thing. That's, that's where we're going to make the money dream. up in the long run. That's where we're going to make the money up in the long run is the Steam sales. I'll be getting all these games for a dollar and then I'll be playing them on this thing. And I do. Works. I'm so excited, though, to see. And I don't know the numbers that like Steam Deck is going to do both in, you know, the, the pre-orders that happen now or how much they're even able to like get out the door. Like, I don't know how well that infrastructure is set up, especially with like COVID throwing a wrench and like a million different things. But the numbers on Steam are going to be like insane when this thing drops just from like even if it's not doesn't end up panning out just the excitement alone i think is gonna push it a lot but yeah i mean i think this could be that swiss army knife of handhelds um which is interesting like i've always wanted to have i think to a lot of us before the pre-switch era when the switch rumors existed we're like i heard you're gonna be able to take it on the go how is that possible and then when it came out it was like this big amazing thing and i think being able to like draw in 
mobile gaming into a space where mobile gaming previously didn't exist is really enticing for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. And I think having your games on the go and all this stuff, yeah, it, it'll be interesting what this device does, because I, I, you know, it's what Tim and I were talking about yesterday and mainly Tim as I was refreshing the uh, OLED switch page. But obviously, Steam Deck's not going to be this thing that takes the world by storm and everybody's running off with it and everybody's using it. But I think for very specific use cases, it'll be very helpful and very and i think for the heart of you see how many people try to buy it today i see so many of our friends on twitter right now being like oh, i couldn't get it or the transaction thing failed or yada yada or they're just clowns like andy probably slept through it and i was trying to act like he tried to get it uh <laughs> it, it, there is an audience for it right and i think steam knows that and i think what's going to be fascinating i was talking to you know I, when I, I i brought this up yesterday with tim of like you know maybe this is like i'm definitely a very specific use case but maybe i am the this is the backdoor uh, way to get me to actually use Steam, where it is the fact that now that I'm no longer tethered to my keyboard and mouse over here and I don't want to play games at this desk all the time unless I'm streaming, what happens when I am? I do start whatever game on Steam Deck, and I do enjoy it, and then I do want to come over and play it, and then maybe I start getting over coming over here, and I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of what-ifs there, and it sounds a lot like, I know it sounds a lot like my what-ifs for cloud gaming, but these kind of, I love where we are with uh, technology and video games and my career and life and everything else. And I love to see people starting to try to figure out these use cases for things that have been the small hiccups for me where, you know, Jen wants to watch something on TV and you know, you're like, Oh man, I want to play a game. And what that's meant is, okay, cool. I can remote play PlayStation. I can play something on switch, but I can't I, on PlayStation. I'm only remote playing something like cozy Grove. I can't play, you know, a, 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 a beefier game. That's, you know, going to mm -hmm. be second to second thing. What about when that I'm doing that on Steam, I'm using that uh, Steam Deck to do that, and it's cross-save with whatever I'm doing or cross-progression. So I do feel like when I want to sit back down to PlayStation and play that way, it goes. What about when it's an Xbox game that's already you know using uh, the saves in the cloud and all that jazz? Almost everything is play anywhere now, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I was having this conversation with like Apple Arcade and stuff, even though in, in this story, the cross-save didn't end up working. Oops, look at that like home game. My brother was trying to play on his, uh, I think his phone and then on the TV and he just like couldn't get it to work for whatever reason. Um, but those hiccups aside, like there are so many platforms that at least bolster that as an option. Again, Apple Arcade, where it's on your TV, it's on yep. your phone, it's on your iPad, um, Xbox with xCloud and also their PC integrations. Switch is already like that by nature of its design. Like there's so many platforms and styles that are giving you like a, a big slew of options which is super cool um what i'm doing right now ladies and gentlemen is i have installed playstation remote play on my computer and i am logging you in play spider-man I, I give you <laughs> you know what janet take the wheel i gotta see what's up with miles morales he does not swing the way that you would well i kind of knew when i booted it up this is like when it launched i wasn't trying to set it up for failure there weren't that many games out so i'm like let's see how this works for like writing a guide page for it and i'm like did not this did not work well okay hold on i'm enabling uh starting up over there uh while i do that i had asked you guys to correct me at, on some steam os stuff if i was missing it or whatever as we got going um giant robot says this is a little bit earlier but it's steam decks so steam deck so i'll do it here uh the steam deck only plays games compatible with steam os right now out of the box so pc review codes would not work uh you would need to completely wipe the handheld and install windows Again, I uh, know I I admit what I know and admit what I don't know, and so I don't 100% know that. But you tell me, so many of the games we get are straight up Steam codes. Now I guess Steam OS is different because it does come over here. Uh, kind of Steven says Steam OS is only compatible with less than 15% of the entire Steam library right now. This number took a few years to get to, so wishful thinking for 20 to 30% by December. So interesting. Uh, we'll have to play that out. All right, hold on. I'm in. On the PlayStation. That's like still a really big number, right? Because of how many games are on Steam? A lot of games. A lot of games are on Steam. All right, so hold on. Oh, well, you know, I got it up and running, but it's not responding. It would work with my Xbox controller. Why? Is this a PlayStation? Yeah, for sure. You got Remote it. Play? We'll have to, I'll look into that in a second. Uh, anyways, back over here. That are the questions for Steam OS as we keep the show actually on the rails. Um, uh, Boards in double zero. How you doing, Borson? Haven't heard from you in a little bit. Uh, says, so heads up as someone who messes with Linux. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable with some more advanced features of PC gaming, don't install Windows on a Steam Deck. If you mess up things enough, you will have a very nice expensive brick. I assure you, speaking from my own perspective, and I'm sure most people's, I would not do that. <laughs> when the people are like, oh no, you know, yeah, you can install Windows and do that. I'm like, I would much more be like, 
cool. This doesn't work on Steam OS. I don't care. And I'll move on. Yeah, to people else. always do that. To, I feel like we're cut from the same cloth of like half lazy, half disinterested in like doing the even they're like, oh, no, it's really quick. You can just I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like if you if someone came over and did it for me and could guarantee all these things, like I have a, you know, a day one switch and people always talk about, oh, you can do all this crazy back end stuff because the thing is open with the whatever. I'm like, I'm not going to do the flim flam with the shim sham. No, I'm not touching anything we're just gonna play what's available and that's it uh which is limited but it's safe and easy um yeah so now nanobiologist just kicked me an article here from uh nme.com half of steam's most popular games may not run on steam deck and it's talking about the proton stuff so again i understand that and thank you for that information we'll get there Uh, you know what i mean Hopefully yeah, the least popular games run because those are the ones that I want to play. <laughs> you just want to play some the bad stuff, right? All right. I think we're caught up then. Thanks for your inf- input, PC dorks. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying over here. Now why, back to the PlayStation. Hold on though. Why why are you not doing what I, why uh, why uh, why are you making me? Are you just trying to play controller? remote play with an Xbox controller on the PlayStation app? Is that what's yeah, going why on? Are here? Then? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Not that I think that's the problem, but it's one of those, you know, here we go. <laughs> PC gaming. You know what oh, I mean? Why oh, is it gonna oh. be? Too many steps. Yeah, uh, uh, remote play controls. Create button. Do this. Do that. Oh, yeah. Quit and play. Uh, all right. We'll worry about this another time. The the demo. It's up and it's running. So that's what I got for you. I'm not doing it. It's why it's not going as easily as it does on my backbone controller, which I can't recommend enough. They didn't even pay me to say it. Use the backbone, everybody. Janet. Wow. A lot later in the show than I thought we were. Why don't we have a word from our sponsors? You don't have to listen to the sponsors if you go to patreon.com slash games. This podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Did you forget that one thing at the store? Now you can get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Australia, and now Canada, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code GAMES2021. For our Canadian listeners, use code GAMESCA. That's 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code GAMES2021. In the US, and Games CA in Canada. Don't forget that's code Games 2021 or Games CA for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. We're also brought to you by Full Sail University. We know that you love video games, but have you ever considered making them? If so, then I want to tell you about Full Sail University, which offers a variety of gaming degree programs on campus and online that can teach you the tools, technology, and workflow used by today's gaming studios. You can learn level design, programming, character modeling, production, and more. Graduates from Full Sail have worked on awesome games like Grand Theft Auto V, the Call of Duty series, Rocket League, and many more. Full Sail has degrees available in game development, game design, and game art, as well as many other degrees in entertainment and media. To learn more about Full Sail's programs, as well as potential scholarship opportunities, visit fullsail.edu slash funnygames. That's fullsail.edu slash funnygames. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Omen Oasis. Sick of all the randos sliding into your team chat whenever you and your friends are grouped up in your favorite games? I know I am. I play Knockout City a lot. Then you need your own private oasis, your own paradise in the let's admit it, wasteland that can be online gaming. Oasis is a free and easy to use add-on for Omen Gaming Hub that creates a virtual room for you and up to 15 of your friends for private gaming and watch parties. But Oasis isn't just any virtual room. With low latency, 720p, 30fps screen sharing, and seamless audio quality, you can quit worrying about technical difficulties, stop arguing over who has the worst internet connection, and get to playing. Play together, watch together, chat together, share together, all with Oasis by Omen. Go to bit.ly slash OasisKF to download Oasis on the Omen Gaming Hub and try out the beta now. Kind of Steven writes in to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and says on PC remote play, you do need to use a PlayStation controller. It will not work with any other controller. I tried my Xbox controllers and they do not work. I can confirm that kind of Steven. I ran off uh, while we were live or while you were in the ad break. I ran over there, got a dual, sh- a dual shock, plugged it in. 
working like a charm. And then I started up Marvel's Avengers and everybody panicked because I sounded like a robot and the connection dropped. So that's I'm drawing too much bandwidth. I'm doing too much over here. Flew too close internet, to some people would say. Kevin, <laughs> you know I would do it if I could. I use the best site available, Kev, which is still really good. I mean, especially compared to most of the country, but it's not your Sonic. I understand. You're mm. God-blessed Sonic who are out here can't even do anything. Anyways, number four on the Rope Report. We have the NPD report. This is from Jeffy Grub Grub over at Gamesbeat. Uh, he's, of course, talking to industry analysts from the NPD, Matt Piscatella. Uh, Piscatella writes, quote, first half of 2021, consumer spending reached 20, uh, I'm sorry, $28.9 billion, a 15% increase when compared to the same period in 2020, which, of course, is ridiculous, Janet, seeing as how people started buying games left and right when we were all trapped inside. Anyways. Yep. Top 10 for this month look like this. This, of course, is the June 2021 uh, top 10 games. This is physical and full game digital uh, from the Nintendo eShop, PlayStation, Steam, and Xbox platforms for publishers in the digital leader panel. Uh, ranked on dollar sales, by the way, remember? Uh, number one, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, enters there. There you go. Congratulations, Ratchet, with your debut Ratchet at Summer. number one. Exactly. <laughs> number two, Black Ops Cold War. Number three, Mario Golf Super Rush. Congratulations, Nintendo. All a new right, entry there. Number four, MLB The Show. Uh, number five, Scarlet Nexus. Shout okay. out to Scarlet Nexus. You know what I'm the saying? The anime vibes or the telekinetic powers. I'm yeah, right. Uh, number six is Resident Evil Village. Number seven is Mario Kart 8, as always. Number eight is Minecraft. Number nine, Spider-Man Miles Morales getting back into the top ten after being number 12. Yeah, remote play. Exactly. Everybody loves it in a remote play and then number 10 mortal Kombat 11 a little bit of uh, some bullet points here from uh, jeffy grubbs grubbs report unsurprisingly the new and excellent ratchet and clank rift apart is june's best-selling game but it also set a new record for the series and it wasn't because it was the increased 70 dollars price quote it achieved the highest launch month dollar sales of any title in franchise history said piscatella launch month dollar sales of ratchet and clank rift apart more than doubled those of the previous high set by ratchet and clank in april 2016 huge congratulations uh, then Piscatella goes on to talk about Mario Golf. Mario Golf Super Rush launched as the third best-selling of game of June 2021. Launch month dollar sales of Mario Golf Super Rush were the highest ever achieved by a Mario Golf game. The previous high was set by Mario Golf Toadstool, to Toadstool Tour, which launched on the Nintendo GameCube in July 2003. Who can it's forget? hard to switch that. I, you know what I mean? I haven't talked about 2003 in a long time. It's hard to say. Never forget. A great game, Janet. I played that yeah, all the time in college. Third grade. What a time it was. Third grade. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. Me and my friends playing it in college, trying yep. to beat each other's ghosts. I digress. Uh, that is all huge. That's all great news for games. Uh, on top of that, I want to spread the love and talk about IGN's uh, report from Adam Bankers talking about hardware. Uh, while the Nintendo Switch was, ex well, I'm sorry, while the Nintendo Switch has extended its streak in June 2021 as the leading hardware platform in terms of unit sales to 31 xbox series x slash s took the top spot as the best-selling hardware platform in dollar sales for the month alongside setting a new dollar sales record in the u.s for xbox platform as shared by matt piscadella xbox's june 2021 is the best for the xbox platform since june 2011 its performance helped june video game hardware dollar sales jump 112 percent when compared to june 2024 $401 million. Despite the PlayStation 5 not securing the top spot in hardware unit or dollar sales in June, it remains the fastest selling uh, console hardware platform in US history through its eight months on the market. So congratulations to Xbox for coming out and killing that as well. People love video games, Janet. Yeah, that seems to be the case. It's increasingly obvious. Um, yeah, and it's, yeah, I, it's, for me, it's the long tail that's interesting about all this. Because again, you know, last year in 2020, we're all in quarantine, we're all in lockdown. Uh, it made sense that games were taking off the way that they were. And granted, we're not back to full power as a people, as a human race right now. But there are more options for your entertainment value, right? You can go back to the movie theaters in most places. You can go out most places and do things. It's interesting to see that, yeah, games have continued on that track. And the fact that, you know, I guess not even the fact that in spite of the fact that it is so hard to get uh, Xbox Series X's, the fact that it is so hard to get PlayStation 5's, uh, now it is so hard to get OLEDs and Steam Decks. Like, it seems like the market is still booming, and I wonder how long that can continue. Janet, yes. number five on the Roper Report is where we will end. It is both happy, it is both sad, all right? 
It turns out, ladies and gentlemen, you almost got a happy Gilmore game. Uh, Kevin, I have a link for you to show. Uh, this is from Mike Mika, who was the studio head of Digital Eclipse, the developer who was working on this. And also, uh, Mike, friend of the show, friend of Kind of Funny, uh, had helped us out a lot when we were doing, oh, no. I had it and I lost it. Kevin, you remember that game when we first started Kind of Funny? We played a ton of. It was the one on Xbox. We had like a 900 controllers for it. iDarb. iDarb. Mike helped out with iDarb. Anyways. If you want to click on Mike's tweet there, Kevin, and expand it to show the thing. Uh, Mike Mika tweeted last night. At one point, we were pitching this hybrid fighting and golf game with the happy Madison crew. Good times. It should have been greenlit because it was a great idea. And what his tweet (laughs) here shows as an image is Happy Gilmore, the video game uh, brought to you by Digital Eclipse. And holy fucking cow. Can you believe that? Janet, do you I know you must have not even been born when uh, goddamn uh, Happy Gilmore was out. I still watched it though. I watched it. And that's what's so confusing about like, like I'll randomly be like, oh, I remember playing this. And it's like, oh, I was just five when I played. I I probably watched Happy Girl more later than when it released. I don't remember when it came out. But yeah, great, great film. Super fun, super funny. And I think I love the idea of fusing genres like this. I feel Mm. like I've been increasingly drawn to like games that combine genres, especially with having just finally rolled credits on It Takes Two, a, a game that definitely pulls on a lot of different mechanical references from across video game history. This sounds like it would have been fun. It also sounds like the kind of thing where would this have been like a great game? I'm not sure. And it didn't even exist. So it's super speculative. But I think it would have at least been a good time. And I can really appreciate that existence. Like, I think it would have been very arcadey from the sound of it. Yeah, yeah sounds interesting. I, that's the thing where, you know, who knows the actual quality of the game? Obviously, Mike, it does a lot of great work. I'm not taking away from that. Right. But it is the idea of just in general. I can, I can, I, I envision Mario Golf, uh, Super Rush Speed Golf, but with fighting in between. Because right. right, you know how in Speed Golf and Mario Golf, you run and you can use power ups to jump and you can't bump into each other and knock them down. But I do feel like you know you'd be running, you could get, get into areas, you could then brawl there whatever to like bring in whatever bonus you get from the fight to go there it's kind of like a, a tag relay thing i think that could be really yeah because cool. like what i really wanted from mario golf was for like mario to start knocking people out and that didn't happen and it was kind of yeah. like you know it felt it left something to be desired they already got smash bros right they can't give you exactly too many fighting games they can't yeah. go like that that's true uh janet i would have loved a happy gilmore game and played the hell out of it but we never got it. So now I need to look to the future to find games I can still be excited about. But the future is so far away, like my Steam Deck. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? You'd look at the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Kevin, you can take the Happy Gilmore thing off whenever you want to. Out today, F1 2021 on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One and PC. Observer System Redux is on PS4 and Xbox One, and I have no fucking idea how this game continues to get re-released on different... How is Observer System Redux not been on everything? How? Slowly making the recovering Observer at the Xbox Loft at a GDC like five years ago. How is it still getting released on everything? Relentless Night is on Xbox One and Switch. Uh, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD is on Switch. And if you missed it two days ago, you can go to Kind of Funny. No, hold on. You can go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays. And you can watch uh, Barrett do the first 40 minutes of, or a 40-minute demo of uh, Skyward Sword on Switch for you. Uh, Within the Blade is on PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. Squeakers 2 is on Switch. Uh, The Lost Grimoire 3, The Forgotten Well is on Switch. And then Ghost Hunter's Corp is on PC. Kevin, I don't know if you know this. I'm now a PC gamer, obviously, because I bought a Steam Deck, whereas Andy and Paris couldn't. Can you get me the trailer for Ghost Hunters Corp? Because that sounds like something I'm going to add. On it, boss, man. Then Creepy Tales 2 is on PC. New dates. Song Afarka will release on Wednesday, July 21st, 2021, on Steam, Epic, and GOG. We will see what happens there with that one. It was Ghost Hunter I got to Thanks. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. My apologies, Kevin. I didn't mean to, you know, yes, what's the name of the game? And I told you, no, and then I got reprimanded. That makes perfect sense. Meant to makes, meet per- my mic. makes perfect sense, Kevin. Shouldn't, uh, shouldn't answer oh, your question. Oh, look at the PC right. gamer. He thinks he's all high and mighty all of a sudden with his Well, I do have an PC RTX 3080. Game. Don't forget, everybody. All right? Yep, yep. Don't use it for any games, but I'm excited right. for this handheld. Been, right. Been I'm like, I have a really too. powerful way to open Adobe Premiere. Like, <laughs> right? Oh, God. He doesn't even use that. I use Premiere every so often to cut up videos. You're such a liar. Don't lie to the kids. I'm not lying. Don't lie to the kids. (laughs) I don't edit as much as like a quarterback. When it goes up, I'm like, that's that's a lying vibe. 
first off, this Ghost Hunter game is in French, so I'm gonna have to have Jen down here to explain. It also doesn't seem to have any audio. Is this off the Steam page? Yeah. Yeah, see, the Steam page, the trailers they put up are always weird. And that now that I'm a PC gamer and I will soon be launching Steam Deck. I'm enjoying this. Direct XOXO, the new Steam podcast. PC gamer of this company. Kevin Kevin's looking into it. I'll tell you right now, Ghost Hunters Corp, you're not you're not selling me, but you are okay. They're working on Hunter vibes. Okay, look at this. Okay, hitting that Resident Evil 8 demo basement, then you're in the Phasmophobia house. Can you guys hear the audio? No, I don't hear the audio, but I don't need to. No. I, just, I see the little. Not it's the vibes. The audio is just like, mm. ah, you know, it's like a squeaky door. Like, yeah, we are. We can. We can imagine it. I got so it. I got it. No more imagination needed. No more. I still don't hear. Thank anything. God, because I didn't have much it's left. French. So. I don't. What does that mean? See, what I don't like about this is okay, that like, first off, like we're more than halfway through the trailer, and again, they have not. Where's the ghost? They, yeah, exactly. Is this like I'm on the Ghost Hunter TV show? Maybe this is a bad. This person's bad at hunting, so that's why they haven't find them yet. They're like, hold They're, on, hold on. It's building suspense, you asses. Damn, oh, here we go. They got a gun. Oh, he's got a ghost shotgun. Yo, about to just murk some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> you going to you back to hell? All right. Well, you know, first oh, of all, oh, there's a mannequin, mannequin, mannequin here. Oh, do you see that like vacuum-looking thing on the left? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. Let's see. Oof. Someone's walking awkwardly. Oof, I don't know about this. There's a I don't whiteboard. Know about this game, guys, I don't know about this game. While we continue Star to watch, I will roll on with the show. Void. Something observed. It's observer. <laughs> if you're watching, whoa. Okay. Oh, is he moving that, or is that move, ghost moving that? Oh, oh, oh! He's did moving you see that. that shit? I did see that shit. I, I did, did see that. Yeah. That was definitely was a ghost. like a like a wisp, a wisp vibe. Uh, oh yeah, there was a ghost there too. I don't know. A don't fatal destiny. No, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, okay, there's the ghost. There's the ghost. Investigation and exorcism. Oh, man. Are you getting paid for both of those roles, though? That's the thing. <laughs> I'm doing double duty on this? Excuse when I, me. When, when I signed up for the role, it said it was an investigative role. And then when I got there, they wanted me to do exorcisms. And that's when oh. I knew that the gig wasn't going to work out. But at that point, I was already so deep into it's it. Steady. I just said, you know what? Maybe I can negotiate a pay raise later. Like, hey, I wasn't going to do the exorcisms. Now I'm doing the exorcisms. I feel, are we going to hire an exorcist? And they're like, I don't know. It's not really in our budget right now. Let's look at third quarter. But then third quarter comes. They don't bring it up. It's a whole... Y'all don't want to get to the whole politics of yeah, the whole thing. That's the game I want to play. This sounds familiar. This sounds very familiar. You know what, Kevin? Don't listen to her and don't think about it. Uh, we asked people to watch a lot right. of twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Um, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Dan H is the only one he, that we didn't get through with all our Steam OS stuff. And he's not talking about Steam OS. He's saying actually about betas, where I was like, a beta close to launch isn't even a real, it sucks and isn't worth it. And so beta H, or Dan H says, betas close to launch are mainly used for server testing and can particularly, and can particularly help with the influx of players at launch. It seems like a glorified beta, but it can actually help the game develop, the development. I, the fact that you're coming to talk to me, Dan, would make me think you actually are in the games industry, who you, so you definitely know more than me. But my argument would be that I've seen so many early, be- late betas like this, and then launch weeks still be garbage. So like, is, and I'm not even trying to be like, like the I feel like every time too, every time. I'm not trying like to be the, the asshole in the internet. Just like, like, just buy more servers. Like that's always the thing. Why, is, <laughs> why is server connection sucks? Just get more servers. But I feel like that I haven't seen the again. benefit of a late one. Aren't most of the servers in the cloud anyway? So wouldn't it be a well, thing? Now of we're like, kind of new just, days. Well, yeah, but like we haven't had like less of these. I guess there was a big game that came out recently where it wasn't utter trash that first week. But I feel like for most big games that come out, it's just like, well, I guess I'm not playing this this weekend. Yeah, that does happen quite a bit, right? That sucks. Uh, and it's just like just just buy a bigger thing, just like upgrade the thing for the like first month. Kevin will be that guy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, it's Friday, which means you get a weekend to go play video games and hang out and have some fun. Of course, we're not done working here at Kind of Funny. Uh, right after this, Jen and I are going to go to patreon.com slash games, record you a post show. While we do that, of course, uh, they will be streaming here on twitch.tv slash games. It's the one, the only Snow Bicycle Michael coming in to play some Arcade Ageddon and Metal Gear Solid uh, with Barrett. Uh, so that'll be fun. That's happening there. Uh, while that's happening, if you're like, you know what? I don't feel like watching games anymore over at noon on uh, RTX at home, we're doing a kind of funny 
only panel. You can come watch us over there and have some fun. And then me and Nick are on Josh Birdie after that. There is way too much content happening today. That's not even the end of it. In review is happening later. Basically, what I'm saying is YouTube.com slash kind of funny for in review. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games for all the game stuff. YouTube.com slash kind of funny plays for all the gameplay stuff. Have a good time. There's a million things going on. But before we get you out of here, let's, of course, talk about what you can expect next week from Kind of Funny Games Daily. These will be your hosts. On Monday, it's Janet and Tim once again. Back at it like a bad habit. On Tuesday, Gary Whittle will be here. He will be with me, and he will be insulted over and over again for buying the OLED after talking shit about it, and I'm sure he will insult me over and over again for buying the Steam Deck, even though I talk shit about PC gaming. Wednesday, it's going to be Blessing and Andy. Uh, Thursday, it's the return of Tim Tam. That's right. Tamor Hussein from GameSpot is joining Tim for Kind of Funny Games Daily. And then, uh, what? I said he's great. Oh, he is great. We do love Tam. And then Friday the 23rd, it is me and Blessing to get you out of here. Remember, of course, uh, Blessing got bit in the eye by both eyes by the same snake. And so he will miss uh, PS I Love You on Monday. It's Janet and I once again. So make sure you catch up on PS I Love You from last week to make sure you don't miss any of the cool in jokes we make this time around because it's a lot of fun. Uh, now, this is interesting. Blessing, who was too sick to do the show from Snake Bites, is here in the, is already in the Discord room. What's going on, Bless? Actually, I popped in earlier because I heard you uh, mention the Steam Deck XOXO podcast, and I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that I could too be a part of that podcast because I too got a Steam Deck. Look I'm at part that. of the Steam Deck Association. I'm, I'm Andy and Paris suck. They suck they so hard. Suck. So that's first Here. and foremost. Second, I didn't know what was going on with the post show situation, so I was popping in to pop. So yeah, I got to go to this RTX at home panel, right? But I thought my call time was like. Uh, the sound disappeared for a second. So but you know, it's RTX. What are they going to so, do? Shake their fist at me. Bernie's not there anymore. I'm not, not scared. Yeah, also, Blessing do the really thing. wants to hang out. For right, they can bite both my eyes. They're not stopping me from, from hanging out with the real snake. <laughs> can they? Oh, the one and only snake I acknowledge. What, what a blessed way. Hold on a second, ladies and gentlemen. That was great. The show can't get any better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, they're going to play Metal Gear. Janet and I, or maybe Janet and Blessing and Barrett, are going to do uh, the post show. And until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>